0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of hashtag leadership what's on your mind the podcast to make you stop and think about your leadership journey and I've got some great guests and experts in their field to come and make you an add sorry add to your leadership journey and um, with lots of nuggets of great information so today we are speaking to Peter how hi Peter how are you doing. Yeah, really good really good so Great Peter experience. I didn't realize until we just jumped on here that you're actually from Croatia so it's brilliant you're an hour ahead of I, me I live in Croatia I'm from Watford oh. uh,
1: <laughs> I, I live in I know I maybe look Croatian um, but I maybe not sound Croatian but yeah I'm in Croatia I lived here for, for uh, just under 20 years actually uh, work globally uh,
0: but uh, I am I'm a Watford boy. Fantastic. So you nearly went into it. Then I was going to say we've got twenty minutes. Um, I'd love for you to introduce yourself for our audience, and then we'll um, we'll start the podcast fully. Great. Go,
1: so, uh, so yeah, do so. So yes, simply I'm a speaker coach. I'm a 10x coach, and I simply help people to tell better stories. Managers, leaders, um, teams, uh, startup accelerators to to really hone in on on their ideas and tell them in the right way. Um, using the right content, the right words, and the way they share that as well. So, uh, as a coach, uh, helping people to stand up on stage—that's exactly what I do. I do that here in uh, in Europe, um, uh, UAE, uh, around the world as well. Um, uh, although right now, uh, my world as is most of uh, your world is uh, in this little box
0: here. Yeah, and we're definitely going to cover that off as well, aren't we? Near the end of this podcast, so that's fantastic. So let's let's ask you the one question that is common of every guest that I have on here, and um, specifically to leadership, and I know we're going to go and add value in another direction of confidence speaking and zoom and all those sort of things. But are you aware, whether it's on reflection or at the time, about when your personal leadership journey started? Um, I would I
1: would say I'm um, so going back to when um, when I was just coming out of uh, out of my education, art college, in fact, um, I really didn't know kind of what I wanted to do, and and, and decided to travel, as a lot of people do, um, travel around Europe, um, different uh, different countries, um, and then I started working for a, a holiday company, uh, then became a holiday rep. So um, as a holiday rep, a lot of what you do is naturally trying to keep the holidaymakers happy, keeping them um, safe giving them the information that, that, that they need. But most of it is actually selling. So selling the resort, selling yourself, selling um, what the things they can do while they're there. And uh, a, a lot of that for me was actually presenting. So presenting um, the resort, presenting what they could do. Um, and through that presenting, I, I I was kind of thrown into it, but through that presenting, it gave me this, the skills, the ideas, um, the, the insight on really how you can use your voice, your body, how you're feeling really does kind of persuade people. Anyway, to cut a long story short, um, I finally got a, 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 a placement in Rovin, which is in, on the Croatian coast, um, stayed there, married a Croatian girl, divorced a Croatian girl, well, the same one, um, two kids later, at my own business. And, uh, and moving forward as, as a coach, but it wasn't until I would say about ten years ago, when I sat on my own business, that I realised, you know, I I can why why can't I set up my own thing uh, and move forward? My networks my network was growing. Um, I had more confidence about what I was doing. Um, and then I actually thought I had these thoughts in the future, you know, something like, you know, do I do I want to keep on working for other people or do I want to do that myself? Um, it was, it was a kind of now or never moment. Um, and then, and just went forward since then, there's been ups and downs right now. I would say, I admit this is a down, uh, but it's, uh, I'm optimistic and I think things will will move forward. But yeah, I would say about 10 years ago when I realized, you know, a, a good look at what I'm doing and where I want to be, I didn't want to be where I was mm. for the next 10 10- for my, in my career, yeah, fantastic. I would do it myself,
0: and I know that the, we just had a quick chat before we jumped on as well. About you don't have to have a staff of 100 people, and just picking 100 people out there to have that leadership responsibility. and Think of yourself as a leader, and because as you mentioned about your journey there, you have to lead yourself to be able to achieve so. That, that's a great story and yeah well done you and it's fantastic to hear what you're up to now and, and one of the reasons I was really keen to get you on because it's something I see as a key sort of motivator and a key responsibility for people to share their vision, their purpose, their business and to push them forwards in their leadership and it's one of the things that when I started working with people I was amazed at how many people struggled to do the basic presentation and pitch, speak to their employees. So tell us a little bit about your experience in that world and how you help people and what some people can start to think about implementing. Um, okay,
1: so as I say, I work with, uh, with managers, leaders, um, teams, startups, um, and uh, naturally a lot of, of, of what we do together is helping them uh, boost up their confidence and boost up their, their, the story in their head about the perception of themselves, first of all, and then moving on how you want your audience to see you. All right, so that judgment, so going out on stage, going out in front of a crowd, um, you're gonna get judged naturally. You can't, we can't stop that. That is something that that, that happens. And so what I often say to, be, to, to people who I work with is let people judge you. Just go out there and let people judge you because at the end of the day, not everybody will will like you not everybody will want to listen to you and that's okay because people don't have the right to listen to you often we think we go on a stage or we're in, in in speaking in public we have an audience and we often think in our heads well that audience is ours and they they should be listening to us but that's not that's not the thing at all nobody has the right to listen to anybody this podcast nobody needs to listen to us they're listening to us now if you're still with us if you're hearing this it's because you want to It's because you're you're curious because you want you want to get something from this. So that leads me on to the, the next point is every time you go out and that, for example, that anxiety rises, you're thinking about how people are judging you, how people are perceiving you um, as a professional, as a leader, um, as as the, 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 the CEO, for example. S- switch your thoughts onto exactly what you're going to give to your audience. You know, what's the value you're going to share to the people listening to you? What are they going to get? What's in it for them? As simple as that. What are they going to get when you walk away? Now, as soon as you start to think of those ideas, your thoughts move across from worrying about or thinking about or that anxiety rising about how other people perceive you to, okay, I'm going to go out there and, and give them something they need. I'm going to give give them something they they want so knowing what your audience need knowing what your audience wants knowing what they would will feel like after you've finished really really plays a, a, an important role so yeah so thinking about the value i um, going out there and and feeling good fe- feeling like okay i'm i'm i like my audience which is often we often actually don't think about that at all We often think of other things. We're we're picking at our audience. We're worrying about what he's going to think. We're worrying about what what the impression will be maybe online. We're thinking about all these other things. But going out there and thinking to yourself, okay, I like my audience. I'm going to enjoy this. But number one is sharing that value. I'm going to give you that value, give you something good, Mm. something worthwhile to listen to. And if you follow that, that will that will, you know, everything you do shapes is shaped by, by that thought. All right. And that will that will start to help. It won't, it won't this isn't a quick fix, but it will start to help you um focus, especially when you're putting everything together for your presentation or your or your pitch or whatever it is you have to share, even if it's just a, a couple of minutes, thinking about what your audience will will want and appreciate really, really does help.
0: Mm. It's you're right, and I just add, or well, put onto that sort of like I am always thinking about adding value, and that's what you're saying there, isn't it? Think about what you're going to give away. Think what your added value is, because then that gives you a purpose to speak, and it gives you that confidence mm-hmm. that I've not thought exactly. about that before, actually.
1: And, and knowing that, and trying to find out what if you don't know that, trying to find out what that is, and and like for example here in this in this context with your podcast. There are different ways you can do that you already have a probably a, a network of people before you started that had spoken to you and said to you listen you should you know doing a podcast probably a good idea and then you had chats and conversations probably with a lot of people getting feedback as you go on so asking people to to comment asking people to let you know you know i would really like to hear that or i'd really like to have a guest who can talk about that for example or that wasn't i didn't really appreciate that i would perhaps this is a good idea so getting your getting the feedback from the people that are listening, that are tuning into this, will can only help us go forward. So so really trying as I say trying to understand, this is just another another kind of slice of of empathy. So as a leader, naturally empathy is really really important. As a speaker, or even just on a on a Zoom call, a web a webinar or, or a presentation. Um, showing empathy is, is really important. So really so good speakers, so good speakers are always good listeners.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Good speakers are always good listeners. Listening to the feedback, listening to what their audience wants, appreciates, doesn't like, likes, all helps in in create getting that connection with with the people that you're you're sharing your message to.
0: Do you know what you just made me think of something. So I've seen people um, do presentations, talk about the anxiety about presentations, and you're so right. What they do in the end is they do it so quickly that they're just like, they just want to get it over and done with, boxed off um, is a term I hear, Just let's get it done and then let's move on. And then it's such a heightened anxiety point that they don't want to revisit it. And we said about it's a skill that you develop and I'd like to sort of share on that. But when you said about feedback, then is that, we only get the confidence and the appreciation of what we're able to do by getting that feedback to allow us to go and then do it again. So that's really important, I've not thought about that.
1: Absolutely, and so it just made me think again on, um, so anything we do, anything we do a lot of, naturally we get more confident in, right? So if I was, I don't know, if I was to start running, (laughs) I do run occasionally, but if I was to do it more professionally and more on a regular basis, twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, I would in my mind I would get confident of that, right? I would feel confident, I would feel like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good at this, right? But that's not necessarily the case because to get good at something, we need we need the confidence that we can do it and we're confident about ourselves and we trust ourselves. But also we need the feedback, we need somebody, we need other people to give us what you know, their opinion on what they think, and sort of keep learning. And that, that often happens with, with speakers. So meeting a lot of speakers, um, professional speakers who get paid a lot of money to stand on stages around the world. Um, a lot of them are great. A lot of them are absolutely fantastic. A lot of them are not so great. And there's, there's a, a high, quite a high percentage, you'll be surprised that are, you know, that are just simply confident people sharing messages.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: So in in the speaker world, um, it's it's quite a it could be quite a lonely lonely a lonely job, um, but egos are really high. Believe me, egos are really high because naturally you know you're getting paid you to to, to stand on the stage, travel around the world, you're getting paid to get people to listen to you naturally, and you do it often. Naturally, you're, in your mind you're going to say to yourself, well, I'm good at this. This is what I do. This is my career. Yeah. But, but actually, if you, if you like break things down, a lot, of, a lot of speakers don't really look at themselves and, and think how they can keep on improving. And the speakers that I've, that I've spoken to that, as I say, are really good listeners, they're, they're the ones that are, even, even though they may not be at a, you know, a high stage in their career, they're the ones you can see and you know that after you know a few years time they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to improve the, the rate of, Im- of progression or improvement is far quicker and far more more of an impact than let's say others who are who've been do- just doing the same thing all the time. So my message there is really confidence. So when we do things all the time, we, we can get more confident at it, but we have to keep improving as we get more confident.
0: Yeah, and do you know what? As you, uh, we were obviously very specifically talking about being able to talk, stand up in front of people, and share our message and our story, um, but as you were saying, talking then it's all transferable across to being a great leader in general. Being able the the skills of being able to listen and be able to. Um, Absolutely. take on board what's going on around you and, and not fitting into i've got this big thing that i i sat down after 12 months of being outside my military bubble and thought what have i seen in the world of business and a lot of people are busy being busy and there's no focus direction time and it comes into that doesn't it that people don't think they don't have that time for listening um, but absolutely. and absolutely and we get there. we
1: get you know in our heads we get with that story in our heads we just you know, um, what we do, uh, what we get paid for, and, um, the, you know, the day-to-day ins and outs of everything we do, we just get whisked away in that, but we don't actually have time to, to think and say, actually, or we be more self-aware and look at ourselves and think to ourselves, hey, well, actually, that that wasn't that great. That was, it was good, but it, it could be better. How can I get better? How can I be better? And you, I know I see a lot of, so a lot of younger speakers or, or people that are maybe at the beginning of their speaking journey or or haven't spoken a lot but they they want to do more they're like really keen on on this on the idea of, of moving forward by by keep on learning by listening yeah. by listening to others and, and and showing that 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 slice of empathy
0: yeah amazing so let's move on to the um, what we are talking on right now so zoom there are other platforms available obviously <laughs> cover that one off um people's challenges with speaking sharing communicating with people online and with companies that are cuz I was, I was online 12 months before all this world pandemic started and it has been great being joined online. I've been amazed at the opportunities to scale what I do using these platforms. Um, but there are challenges and potential barriers for lots of people. So talk to me specifically about how you work with people and what you suggest people think about to communicate and share their message, communicate with their teams, on a platform like this
1: yeah it's uh, it's so so true we, we've kind of um a lot of us not everyone but a lot of us have been kind of just thrown into this into this and we you know whether we like it or not we we have to communicate now with the people that maybe we were communicating face to face with before um we have this kind of almost this social pressure where we have to some of us feel we have to, you know, look our best. We, you know, we have to, you know, show our professionalism, our real prof- professionalism through this screen. Um, we're again the same things as if you were speaking in public on stage. You're getting judged. What will people think of me? Um, what will they think of my my, my messages? Um, how I look and how I sound. So the first thing I would say with that is, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay to to not. You don't have to look your best on a Zoom call. You know, when you go into unless you unless you're someone who looks who wants to look their best walking into their office every day, then then okay, because you have to keep you know if you want to keep that um, continuity going, and that's what your identity is, and people know you from that, then okay. But um, but for most of us, you know, it's it's okay not to look not to look our best. But just to go out there and just before, so before you go onto the call, it's just to take a couple a couple of minutes, especially if your anxiety rises when you have to do this kind of thing online. It's just to, just to take, you know, a few deep breaths. And remember when you're breathing, so there, there are a lot of different breathing exercises we can do. Um, but always remember your breath out. So your breath out always brings your heartbeat down. Right. So your heartbeat down, good thing, because it, it just makes you feel more relaxed. So whenever that anxiety rises, especially for these calls these here, take a breath in, just a natural breath in through the nose. And when it, when it's naturally ready to come out, a deep br- breath through through the mouth. And then you'll feel, after that breath, you'll actually feel slightly better, you feel more relaxed. And then once you've done that a few times, start thinking, again, what I said before, the value you're going to bring to this meeting. So what do you want to achieve from this? What do you want? How do you What what is the value you're going to bring, whether it be maybe your opinion, maybe your your ideas? Uh, it might even just be, again, listening to the other people that are on that call. All right, just Throwing in a few a few um, comments along the way. So that's really important to think about and then one other thing as well is again think about how you want to be perceived again the same thing on, on, on stage how, what are the things what the adjective if i say to you now stuart what are the adjectives you would like people to de- how would how people could describe you and this podcast um after they've seen it just tell me like three or four adjectives so i
0: kind of i want it to be professional I want it to be relaxed conversational and um, adding value um so yeah that, that's okay. so, so when you so when you say those
1: things you start we, we automatically start to imagine things connected with those words and so if i ask you right now what's your feeling about how how you're being perceived? I would it's probably slightly higher than it was just by saying those three words, three or four words. Yeah, telling yeah. yourself, so remember you again the voice in your head yeah. <laughs> is the most most dialogue. <laughs> ever hear. It's, it's, it's the it's, your, it's the best voice um, you should listen to um, even when things are going wrong. Um, to listen listening to your own voice. So saying those things to yourself will start to again if your anxiety, if you're something that does have quite a, a lot of anxiety. This will this will start to help you. On the other, on another, uh, on a few other issues. Again, um, when you're when you're staring at the at this screen here, you'll notice something that I'm doing quite a lot. Um, what am I doing quite? What have you noticed? I'm doing quite a lot. Yeah, I'm, um, absolutely. Using my hands. Really, really conscious hands of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Hands are are really are really naturally really important for everybody. But when we're actually looking at somebody. The first thing we look at is naturally probably around the eyes, um, between the eyes. But unconsciously, we're, we're actually we're actually very aware of what the hands are doing if they're on show, yeah.
0: right?
1: So when we show our hands, and naturally they're always symmetrical, it helps us actually remember the messages a little bit more.
0: Interesting, a strange
1: thing. We show our hands, we gesture symmetrically, not like this. Yeah. Actually symmetrically. So everything we're doing is, is more or less together. We have this impression, the people looking at us give us this, we get this impression that the person talking is maybe more balanced, perhaps more stable, slightly, slightly more credibility perhaps than before. So it's really important, as I say, to, to show those hands. Um, and again, a, another strange fact is when we use gestures, we we sound better. Okay. So it's an odd thing, crazy thing. But when we when we use more gestures, the tone in our voice is, there's a slight, slight, slightly different tone and we sound better. Try it out. I mean, Amazing. It out.
0: That's awesome. Like, I don't know whether you've heard, but our 20 minutes is up. I, I, the timer went. But do you know what? It's funny. You mentioned the, the hands. I'm, I'm a very animated deliverer when I facilitate a workshop in person. Um, it's something having my microphone here, it doesn't allow me to do as much um and presenting um it's asking the questions and giving the guest the platform to share their, their knowledge and their stories so i was uh, you came across really well and i was conscious because i knew we were going to be talking about it at some point your your hand movements throughout the episode so peter thank you so much for your time today and um, guys i'm going to Put some links down for you to go and check Peter out on the comments below here. and um, If you enjoyed that, please comment um, if you're on our YouTube channel as some of the takeaways you had from today's episode. If you're listening to us on the podcast provider, obviously you won't have seen the hand gestures, but I'm sure you can imagine um, what we are talking about. And please check out either the YouTube channel or your podcast provider. So, Peter, hope you have a great um afternoon. Thank you for joining me, all the way from Croatia. Thank you so much i've really had a great time and i hope we can do this again sometime yeah definitely excellent so ladies and gents thank you very much again and i'll see you next week